Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. The Lawn at Love Luck is now open, which is a Saffron Tourney Hospitality Beer Garden in Love Park. Well, I don't think I need to wish you luck or love. You have it all. <laughs> love, luck. COVID halted construction on their new restaurant, which will be in the former Welcome Center in Love Park. That'll be coming soon. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadass Kuznets in Love Park with Marcy Turney of Saffron Turney Hospitality. And we are here in this uh, beautifully landscaped area right next to a big green truck. Love Luck Philly. And uh, you are finally set up and ready to go in the middle of the heat of the summer. (laughs) We are. We're here in Love Park. It's called the Lawn at Love Luck. So Love Luck will be in the Welcome Center, the big round glass spaceship building. We'll start that project back up probably in the fall. So during the summer, Parks and Rec came to us and they said, would you ladies want to do a pop-up here in Love Park? And we're committed to this park. And we said, absolutely. And if you knew of this space, it really needed some love and some help. A little love, a little luck. (laughs) Exactly. A little bit of all that. So we brought Groundswell in and they brought, you know, like 20 trees, all these plants. We have wood chips, stumps. It's really like, you know, kind of that nature vibe, campground kind of feel. We have a full bar and we drove up this 27 foot food truck (laughs) onto the park. So we have a bunch of good things to eat as well. So, you know, COVID has really been difficult for the construction industry, for the restaurant, staffing, you know, for all kinds of things. So I understand you had some hiccups getting this pop-up open. Yeah, we had a couple different projects we were trying to work on and we had to kind of abandon one of them and we'll go back to that because we needed to get this open because Groundswell was moving. We were having some issues with picnic tables, with barrels, everything in the market. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It's hard to buy product right now. Wood is expensive. And so we needed to really get this open and get going with this because we put a lot of money into this project. So does Groundswell just have like huge warehouses of all their stuff that they have that they move around the city all the time? 
I wish they did. They they do not. But, you know, they have a really good system. They know exactly, you know, you're going to get these barrels, these big oil drums. They bring an artist in to do a painting on them. And that's how you're going to hang these lights with these, like, thick plumber's Old, pipe. Yeah, yeah so it's, it was interesting to see the whole process. So they were doing that, and it was awesome. I mean, just all the plants that they brought in here. It's, it's very deceiving because there's plants in the these drums but like it they're not trees and there's a pole yeah it's dc it's deceiving but getting like all the lights in here getting the stereo system in here all these adirondack chairs there's like all these little nooks of cute little seating areas so it's really a cool space i know it's hot out <laughs> but come on out and see us we've got our number one sellers our watermelon mint margarita and we've got awesome things on the food truck too yeah, tell me about the food, and is this representative of what's going to go into the former visitor center? So, what we're serving up here, it's not representative of what's going to be at Love Luck, at the Welcome Center. You know, this is a pop-up. We're doing it on a food truck, so it's stuff that's really quick and easy to make. But we have a nice Asian cucumber salad that's super crisp and cold with watermelon and sesame and ginger and tamari. We've got zucchini baba ganoush with some warm pita. And then we have things like smoked chicken taquitos, old school taco nachos, you know, your love burger your Beyond Burger, a chicken sandwich. So we have a mix of like a bunch of different, you know, finger food stuff that you can share. I love the area here. You've got the, your lawn is fenced in, but you can have dinner and then go jump in the fountain. Yeah, I mean, it's great because parents are bringing their children here to the fountain to cool off. And we're trying to figure out, you know, if we should put one of these codes over there and do some sales of food over there because the parents are with their children they don't want to leave them but they might want a sandwich so we're talking about that but it's such a great place our daughter comes there's two sandboxes here so it's kid friendly we bring harlow here and she will play in that sandbox for like three hours i'm like it's great <laughs> yep. i sit in that ironic chair have a watermelon margarita <laughs> now that you're a parent you know the plight of like you can't leave you can't like go around the fence oh uh, when we during covid we were going to some we were going to some kind of park and they had some beverages and snacks and i'm like this is perfect i'm like we need to incorporate this into the lawn like for that saturday sunday because we're open we open saturday sunday at 12 noon so it's perfect to come here with your children go around there there's two different sandboxes get an adirondack chair and they can play and you can enjoy and have a couple beers or margaritas <laughs> how, how old is harlow now She's going to be three in September. So how has having Harlow, like, how has becoming a parent influenced your design and how you think about eating out? I mean, for us, Harlow, I mean, for this outdoor, anything outdoor, you know, you want, parents want something to do with their child. So if you have the space, we always kind of will incorporate some little thing in there, especially if you're open early on a weekend. But then we also, you know, we're all these offices are around and we keep hearing that everyone's coming back. So we're excited about just people coming out after work and having a drink. Once you've, you know, you see all your workmates, you know, come and have a drink. So it's, having Harlow isn't, I mean, she's good when she goes out, but I also like to go out without her. <laughs> 
So basically, you're like a regular parent. Yeah, I'm a regular parent now. Yeah, you want your days off as well, right? Exactly. What's it like these days in the city? Because everybody knows Valerie Saffron and Marcy Turney basically own 13th Street. And it's been dead. I mean, it has been difficult for COVID for everybody. How is it now? Are things coming back? Are you noticing any glimmers of life? Yeah, I mean, the restaurants are busy. It's not a matter of people not coming out to dine. It's a matter of staffing and it's across the restaurant industry. It's my brother just flew to Wisconsin and he got stuck because the airline... They were understaffed. Like, it's every industry that I keep talking to. We just bought a house outside the city. We can't get the lawn mowed, you know? And I'm like, this is insane. It's affecting everybody. So I see the glimmer, I think, in, at the end of the month, hopefully, people are out and uh, looking for jobs and ready to come back to work. Everyone should be vaccinated, right? And I see the glimmer of hope. We're busy. We just need staff. That's what's tough. Yeah. So what's the future of the restaurant, Love Luck Philly? This is, what do you call it, Love Luck the truck? Well, L- Love Luck the truck. We, we, we were calling, we just put our chicken visor in there to keep it cool today. We were calling it the green bean machine because we painted it green. But this is, this whole pop-up is called the lawn at Love Luck. So uh, we're on the lawn that's right in front of the Welcome Center, the big round glass building. We'll be opening a restaurant called Love Luck there. Inside was designed by Kate from Row Creative. Mid-century modern. I mean, this building is like totally mid-century modern. We're honoring that. I'm super excited. Will like the restaurant extend onto the lawn? The restaurant will not extend onto the lawn. The restaurant is inside. We seat about 55 people. We also have seating all the way around the railing. There's a lot of space up there. So that's going to be perfect seating to look over the park. Uh, we also will have an outdoor two, like an outdoor area that has an outdoor bar and an outdoor, not a food truck, but a container that has a kitchen doing a separate, a different menu over there. And so what will become of this space, the lawn? Yeah, we're still talking with the city. I mean, I think they're really happy with what we brought. Um, I joke around, we need to do the lodge at Love Luck. <laughs> in the fall and winter months. Um, But they have Christmas Village come in, so we'll see what they, you know, of course we're open to anything. Nice. And anything that that is really, you know, making this park better. We're really invested in this park. So this is not the footprint of Christmas Village? This is separate? So usually Christmas Village is down there, but there is a large tent um, with, I think, the German ornaments that takes up a good part of this. So some of this will have to get moved, and we're trying to figure out. Uh, there's actually a parking garage underneath, so these trees, you can see how they're mounded up. They're in cages, so they're going to be removed, and we'll put them in planters and put them over there in our area, keep them going, and incorporate that in our outdoor area, unless the park wants to keep it, just like it is. <laughs> She's putting it out there. Putting it out there, everybody. Um. <laughs> okay, so the big green machine is yep. a very heavy truck. So you had some logistical stuff? Yeah, we're, it's just difficult because you're in a city. This park is over a parking garage. So there's different areas and different weight limits. And so trying to get this, we kind of had this idea and it just, everything took time. And where can we drive this truck onto without it, you know, safely, without it crashing through? Where can we plant trees? Oh, we can't plant trees. So they're kind of balled up and in a cage. So there's different issues we had to figure out, um, but we did. It's, it all worked out. And so this will be open until when? 
So we are gonna stay open until the end of October and I'm super excited. Like, I think we're gonna do some kind of Oktoberfest event here. So we're kind of thinking of some events as well, but I'm excited like to think of like, like right now the sun has gone down and it's cool here. There's a breeze that comes down the parkway. The lights are on. Yeah, as soon as that sun goes down at like five o'clock, it is like awesome. It's, you know, it's not hot. You have the breeze that comes. So I'm excited. Yeah, you got you got a little bit of shading from the yeah, trees. Yeah, there's shading. And once it goes down, it's like, it's just that, you know, that hot sun. But we have umbrellas and yeah, some trees that'll shade you yeah. in the daytime. So uh, what's been your favorite part about Love Luck, the lawn. What's been your favorite part about the lawn at Love Luck and what's been the biggest uh, obstacle? Let's start with the obstacle. The obstacle? Um, the obstacle's been just, you know, the heat, the rain. You can see some of the areas, just drainage issues. That's pretty much it. It's, you know, that's it. It's like if, when the weather's beautiful, this is gonna be like so incredible. Like springy. Oh my gosh, like my favorite fall. Yeah, I'm like, I'll get back there and I'll flip some burgers. I got no problem. Right, heat <laughs> like, won't bother you then. No, it's actually, there's like a nice breeze that comes through the back of the truck. So what's been the best part of it? The best part is just seeing the park look this way and just people uh, coming up to us and just people actually up in the windows, up in the, yeah, the office buildings up here. They, keep, they would keep coming down as it was getting built and you'd see little things and they're like, we have been watching this get built from up above. We're so excited, blah, 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 blah. So we are like, we can't wait till all the office people are back and just come on over and, you know, have a drink after work. We'll yeah. bite to eat. Philadelphia is getting more and more beer gardens, it seems like. Yeah. You got, you know, one that moved across, uptown's across the street. You got, I mean, this is, for yeah. a couple of years now, it's been building. Yeah, I, and I think it's great just to... I think it's great for the city to see that too, to let these restaurateurs come in and do these different pop-ups in the park areas. Um, it just, it's families and it's for everybody. It's for, you know, the moms and dads that are over here with the kids at the fountain. They come over. It's for the people up in the business, you know, area. And it's for the Philadelphians. So everyone should come out. What's next on the horizon for... Uh... <laughs> Saffron Turney Hospitality? Uh, well, um, a little break. <laughs> a little break. We had to cancel our vacation because it fell on the opening of this. So uh, we're going to go get away somewhere. I don't know where yet. And we have another project that we had to hold off. That is a to be determined, but it's uh, in one of our spaces on 13th. And it's ready to go. We were doing all the research and development recipes. And then we just, because of staffing issues, we just kind of said, we'll come back to that one. Let's go do Love Luck. So, yeah. yep. So if it wasn't for COVID, this would be a restaurant already. If it wasn't for COVID, that would be a restaurant. It's so crazy. If it wasn't for COVID, a lot of things would be different. But yeah. But yeah, that'd be a restaurant probably right now. We'd probably be opening right around now that versus this, which is crazy. So how much time will that take, do you think? Well, the city has done the work up until now. And, the, and it's beautiful just the railings and the glass and, and everything. I think it would take probably about four months to build out from where it is right now. Whenever you can get the staff for the construction or the... Yeah, we had, all the plans were done. We went to the city, we have all the approvals, everything, and then COVID happened. We'll see. That's the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> That's it goes. You've been through it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have been through it all. Yeah.
And we may need to go back and back to the drawing board and make some changes. Everything has changed. Everything's more expensive. Every industry needs staffing, so everything costs more. So we'll see. We'll make it work. So what are some of the COVID protocols that you think are going to be like just part of restaurant life that is going to be like, you know, pre-2019 and post-2019? COVID protocols. Or just like restaurant culture. I mean, just, I think, restaurant protocols. I mean, just all the sanitation is still, people still, we have someone that comes around, sanitizes the table behind you. Um, I think that will live on for a while and it has just changed the staffing of restaurants you know you need more but it's there's also less people available right there's less people available i know a lot of people that have changed jobs and got out of this business and i was someone i went i went to school for design and then i fell into the restaurant business my grandparents were restaurateurs i love it i love the craziness the problem solving the on your feet and that's not everybody you know through covid we did at Hamanera, we did Salty's, the seafood pop-up. We turned it into a Greek restaurant. I kind of love that. Like, what can we do? How are we going to do it? What does everybody want? They want meals to go. They want meals to heat up at home. So I love stuff like that. That's not everybody, you know? You think that's here to stay, the, the to-go meals? You know what? To-go. I thought to-go was going to die down, and it has not died down yet. We never did to-go at Barbuzzo because we couldn't handle it. And now it's a good portion of the sales. Plus, all these restaurants have these streeteries outside. So, some restaurants, it just depends on where you are. If you have, you know, a good to-go business and these streeteries, you have more seating than you did before. But you need people, you need staff, you know, to make it all work. That's the number one issue, isn't <laughs> That's it? That's the number one issue is staffing, yeah. Well, I don't think I need to wish you luck or love. You have it all. <laughs> love, love. <laughs> Marcy, thank you so much. Thank you. It was good to see you. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.